Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. And welcome to the Man on the Post podcast. That's right, it's a Sunday episode and it's me back hosting. Not for any old reason though, this is the 1000th episode of Man on the Post, which is, I mean, frankly, incredible. For when this show started almost 11 years ago at this point, uh, with me in a little cupboard producing the show, producing, it used to take three hours to record a show, we would take breaks after every game. Uh, it would take a fucking all day and Monday for me to edit it. Uh, but it was good fun. And here we are, 10 years later, 11 years later, 1,000 shows later, with a whole host of hosts to go through the games from this weekend. So I will just introduce them. Um, maybe in cap order. Chris, you've been here the longest. Welcome. Hello. How are How you? Are you? I'm good. How I'm are very you? good. Yeah, what's good. your what's your favourite episode? My favourite episode? Wow. Wow. Of all of them. I don't know. I like the, the fighting talk ones. They're always good fun. And the, um, what was that one we did with the music? What was that called? Remember that? No, we did like our um, most um, ashamed of songs or something like that. Oh yes, our guilty yeah, pleasures. Our, um, guilty pleasures. That was it. Yeah, that was good fun. Um, yeah. So who else has been with us long? Ryan, you've probably been with us the second longest. Hello. Hello. Welcome aboard, episode one thousand. Yes. How you doing? It's, it's a big. It's a big moment to catch. Takes a, it takes a mega episode for Ryan to come out onto a podcast yeah, these yeah, days. Yeah. <laughs> it's either got to be a big quiz where the questions are dodgy, <laughs> um, or, or a milestone. Uh, you know, He's very much our Hollywood out. rock or Goldberg at this point. <laughs> come out for special appearances exactly. only. Just pop the crowd. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, welcome. Is it really me now? It is, yeah. I think you've probably been with us longer than the other three. Astounding. I know. Welcome aboard. Thank you. I'll apologise in advance for how I'm going to do on the quiz. That's right, you don't have to do quiz. It's, it's Dave versus Ali versus Simon this week. It's the usual Sunday thing. So you can oh, just sit back and enjoy God. the squirming and watch Simon's head explode in real time. I think we should make Chris do his best Simon impersonation. It's my favourite kind of... My favorite God, yum, yum, yum. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm logging off. I'm logging off. <laughs> it's, it's nice to have the thousand episode tends to be the last because yeah. you know, Chris <laughs> all ends, it ends today. And everyone, everything gets cancelled. <laughs> Don't feel the noise. <laughs> God. It's been a long episode this is. Uh, Dave, you've been with us, I think, the next longest. You've appeared on a couple of random shows before you came a regular. Aye, I think that's right. How I think are you? so, yeah. Yes. You were on with Colin a few times. So you've definitely uh, experienced the uh, the dark Col- days. The Colin experience, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's very nice to be joined by both Grant and Phil Mitchell tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ball club, ball club represents tonight. Ball club back in action. 
Um, Ali, you've been here for a long time. You joined us when we kind of teamed up with Wellfall Index before they kind of uh, shit the bed. We're still going. They're not. Are they? I don't know if they are. Who knows? But you're with us now. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, j- jump over to the, the, the light side. Um, yeah, the winning team. Got all the dictators and came over <laughs> and had some fun. Yeah, it's been a blast. Yeah, a regular Sunday host now. You guys are doing a great job. And finally, it's Simon, our most recent signing, I think. How's it going? You all right? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Just thinking back before I joined this, I was quite good at quizzes, but uh, <laughs> since I joined this podcast, I realised I'm actually quite thick. Yeah, TV pointless winner. Um, oh, God. <laughs> guy, I, I think there's going to be a steward's inquiry into that. I'm going to have to give that money back. <laughs> you got to look just blame the questions. <laughs> oh. Right, he's on to his third specialist subject in three weeks, but we'll start with Dave, who is on his third week now of um, I'm Alan Partridge I've had to dig deep for these Dave for these questions this week so I mean I've barely slept all week as an early <laughs> as an early disclaimer so let's let's Partridge it could help um there we go right question number one uh name two of the three stops that Alan says you'll stop at if you get the train to London oh um you'll be unappreciated mm-hmm. the station though I and Another one. Um, <laughs> dis- I'll say despair. I can't remember what it is, but I, I I'm gonna have to declare. Oh, uh, okay. So I reckon you're normally pretty good at these ones. Uh, nah, I haven't got uh, this one. Uh, it's rejection, disappointment, backstabbing central, and the shattered dreams parkway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question two. Um, <laughs> how does Alan describe how he's going to hump Sonia? Season two. Ah, oh, I, can, I can think of the scene. I just can't think of what, what word he uses. I just uh, had a big breakfast. <laughs> I'm sure <they> have. <laughs> uh, oh, I was going to hope Sonia. I, I don't even know what context this is. Out of context, <laughs> this makes it so much better. This is, this is classic Brit- British humour that yeah. hasn't, hasn't made its way across the pond just yet. <laughs> no, we're going to have to send you some links, Jesse, I think. Yeah. This is from early, early 2000s. I'm Alan Partridge, it's cool. Yeah. Well, I can think of him saying, come on, Sonny, let's be disgusting. But uh, <laughs> that's not That is question. in it, but that's no, the, the words question. he uses is, he's going to hump her like Deputy Dog would hump her. <laughs> <laughs> um, question three. So this is looking good for you so far. It is. So for two. Uh, question three. What song does Alan play after he fires Jill live on air the day after Valentine's Day? It, uh, it started with a kiss by Hot Chocolate. <laughs> He's got that one. Nice. Uh, question number four. In the very first ap- episode, Alan goes to view a house. Um, how does he describe the bathroom? How does it make him feel? <laughs> oh, it make him feel? I know it can, it can take... Um, There's two possible things there, so either one will, I'll take his answer. So it can take um, 10 pounds of mashed up Dundee cake. <laughs> 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 that's, that's not so much a feeling, though, is it? And the other great no. line in that is where he says there's a death girl at the end of the street. He's like, is that going to mean there's a lot of noise or not much noise? <laughs> so I can basically tell you the whole episode except that. that except for that bit. Yeah. In pass. How Yeah, how does it make him feel? Uh, like he's inside a big fox's glass mint. <laughs> or the bathroom screams aqua to me. <laughs> and then finally then, um, how does Alan describe Dan and his wife when Lynn uh, comes to meet them from Dan's house? <laughs> Uh, these are sex people. <laughs> they are indeed. Yeah. 
Next people indeed. Two out of five, Dave. Yeah, well, we'll enjoy Ali's deep bath next week. <laughs> <laughs> right, so the pressure is on you now. Oh, God. You only I'm, need three. I mean, I've, I'll be honest, I've already picked up my topic for next week because I've got no faith in myself now. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question number one. It's Modern Family you've gone, which is quite broad. It's 11 seasons of Modern Family. Yeah, as soon as I said that, I did think I should have like, put, put a limit on one number of seasons to go for. <laughs> so we're all over the place, but here we go. Question number one. What is the name of the character played by Elizabeth Banks? Uh, Sally. Ah, yeah, nice one. He's off. He's off and running. Uh, question number two. What is the nickname Claire and Mitch use when they're an ice skating duo? Uh, is it fire and ice? Oh, you're so close. It's fire and nice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a this is a softball. You need to hit this out of the park. What is Gloria's home country? Ah, oh, Colombia. There we go. He <laughs> needs one out of these last two. Come on. True <laughs> uh, or false? Modern Family was the first American TV show to show a gay couple get engaged and married. Hmm. True, it was true, yeah. As in, like the early noughties, it's quite, a yeah. I thought, Will, I, thought Will, I thought Will and Griffin had that sort of oh, that's, I, that, that's that's what was throwing me. I was thinking there must have been one before that, but no, nah. okay, sweet. We're very repressed over here. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, uh, just a showboat, really. You've already won this week. Uh, what old family recipe does Gloria begin to make a business out of selling? Oh, uh, it's um. It's like a, it's just sauce, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm going to have to push you for what kind of sauce, though, I'm afraid. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I don't know, a hot sauce. It is hot sauce. Four out of five. Well done, Get sir. in. Get in. <laughs> I like having an 11 series worth of stuff to um, find questions for. It makes it a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to need a new specialist subject next week, Dave. That's fine. I'm going to do uh, Simon O'Regan's quiz topics. <laughs> 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 right, finally then Ali who normally hosts the quiz uh, never gets to have his own special subjects so here we go Ali you chose the attitude era of the WWF right, uh, ranging from 1997 to 2002 <clears throat> I've picked five questions at total random here we go uh, when DX parodied the nation of domination who did Billy Gunn play see Ryan thinking there as well <laughs> um Something that definitely wouldn't happen today. Five white men blacking up in the middle of a ring. <laughs> I'm going to say he was... Was he Mark Kerry? He wasn't. He was the godfather. I thought he put on the bodysuit. <laughs> uh, question two. Which of these men weren't in the corporate ministry? Test, Triple H, Midian or Rodney Mack? Mm, oh, it must have been... Test. It was test. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, name all four members of the short-lived faction called the Union. Oh, was that was that Shamrock's one? It was. There's one. Yeah. Um. I see Chris looking at in despair. No idea what's going on. Ah, <laughs> oh, Shamrock or Jim Duggan? <laughs> Shamrock Blackman. No, no black men, I'm afraid. Oh, 
Uh, it was McFoley. Shamrock, Foley. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the last one. Big Show and Test. Uh, um, name the Royal Rumble winners from 1997 to 2002. Austin won it twice. He did. Um, 97 and 98. Or 98 and 99. Yeah, it was consecutive years. I can't remember which years. Yeah. It was, but... um, <clears throat> I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. That's... Uh, Vince McMahon won one, of course. Oh, the Rock yeah. and Triple H, of course. Oh, and in question number five, at WrestleMania 2000, Kurt Angle entered the event with two titles. How many did he leave with? None. It is. Do you want a bonus point? Do you want to get a, who, who won which belt off him? Um, I even think, I even think of the match. Uh, Cena won one of them. Uh, no, it was uh, Benoit beating for the RC title and Jericho beating for the European. Yeah. There you go. That's why he's the quiz host, anyway. Uh, <laughs> get swatting up on your uh, your modern family knowledge for next week, and then well, so you've got a few days to pick your your topic for next week. Where right you are? My mouse has died, so I can't find the football scores. There we go. <laughs> We're back. Professional outfit. <clears throat> uh, right then, let's start, shall we, with um, this weekend's games and the first game of the weekend. Unfortunately, Dave, was Arsenal two, Newcastle United nil. Um, has anything changed under Eddie Howe? <laughs> or is it well, just the same? <laughs> some of it, I mean, you can see there's more of a plan now. It's not like, right. you know, they're not just entirely camped on the goal line trying to keep it out for 90 minutes. There is some sense of an attack and threat, but yeah, um, it was a bit disappointing. I didn't expect a win, but I thought it would be better than we were. Um, I thought last week we looked like we were going to be, you know, we, we drew 3-3, which was a result when we actually... Scored, scored some goals and led some games, which is unlike us. But yeah. none of that really, none of that really happened this week, which is a shame. Um, we've got two absolutely massive games now. We've got Norwich on Tuesday and Burnley next Saturday, both yep. at home. Um, I think we need to win both of them, quite honestly, to have any chance of, of staying up. Um, what we now is, is no wins from thirteen games, one hundred and eighty-nine days since we last won a Premier League game. Jesus Christ, that's half a year, Ross. Half that is. Year. That's <laughs> a long time. Right road in that time, didn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, things are things aren't great, but um, I'm, I'll be more able to give a better assessment after these two coming up because they get. You know, I said I don't expect to beat Arsenal, um, but I really do expect to beat Norwich at home, and I'd like to beat mm-hmm. Burnley at home because you know I don't like Burnley. So <laughs> no, no one should. They're Burnley, they don't belong in this division anymore. They need to go away. Um, are you going to do anything in January? Because there's all this talk about all this. I've got all this money here now, but are they going to let Eddie Howe like loose with hundreds of millions of pounds, or well, is he depends. just a stopgap? I hope so. It, it depends. Isn't that is, 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 is Phillips available? Really, is the question. <laughs> <laughs> not Phillips. What young Phillips? You're not having that Phillips. <laughs> Some other guy you bought from Preston can you kind of do do Newcastle over. He's on loan, I think. Billy Davis. I think it's Ben Davis. Ben Davis. Ben Davis. God, I've got to be borderline dead by now. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even a real player. Remember what I said off here about Henderson and Milner still starting in 2022? Yeah. Chris is the reason that's happening. 
Don't start talking about Jordan Henderson yet. <laughs> we'll fall out. I think it's, quite, it's, it's um, funny because obviously Amanda Staveley, I can't remember her husband's name, but they've got to go to these games. And week by week, it's getting more and more funny as Newcastle don't win as the camera pans on them in the crowd, looking more and more fed up and miserable, wondering what they've done. Well, what we all think that. <laughs> is the worry there that even if you've got all the cash to spend and Eddie Howe wants players that players might not want to come mainly because there is that threat of relegation oh yeah of yeah yeah I think that's a very real risk there Ryan I think uh, we'll probably look to loan a few players who are out of favour on the continent most likely it seems like Premier League clubs won't be too keen to sell to us because they can probably get rid of us um, yeah. if, if they don't um, but it's weird because, like, in terms of attacking players, we've got a pretty decent set of players going forward, which is shown by the end of the goals for column. We're not struggling to score goals. It's just this, we're missing someone in the middle of the park who's capable of um, both passing and running. We can do one or the other, but not both. Um, I'm going not the answer. <laughs> and no, and uh, <laughs> we we need a centre half who you know isn't Kieran Clark and. Also, it's capable of running and turning, which, again, we seem, we seem to struggle with. So that's the two areas we need to improve on. Um, basics, really. Sorry, what was say again? Just the basics. Really. Just the basics. That's what we're not very good at. Like, yes. if you want, if you want Cher to go and stroll out the back and ping a 30-yard pass, we've got you covered. But, um, you know, defending the six-yard box is, is, is a real worry. And um, yeah. Luckily, like the cells is is now banned for Tuesday. He's the captain, but he's been awful, so he's I'm pleased he's out. Uh, and Matt Ritchie's banned, which is good because there's some sort of clause which means he can't be dropped under any circumstances, despite <laughs> despite us spending 50 million on Jamal Lewis, who plays left back as in a natural position, but hasn't yeah. played all season. So thankfully, awesome. we, yeah. might, we might get to see him on on Tuesday. <laughs> I'm looking forward Ritchie to January. Way back in there. I'm looking forward to January when Newcastle goes splashing the cash and sort of 50 million for Aiden Flint and those sort of bids as they sort of is the only place they can buy players from is lower down. Look, if you can run, if you can pass, he's he's welcome. But yeah, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lad in the championship banging some goals in for Reading currently. Big lad, <laughs> and you know who's setting those goals up? This guy, this guy called Danny Drinkwater. He's he's a good lad as well, actually. Yeah, oh, can he run and pass though? Anyway. No. No. I can tell you from his loan spell at Aston Villa, he can absolutely not run or pass. He can, <laughs> what, what he will do, though, is go nuts uh, any Spanish flair players you've got in training. So, you know, that's always I, fun. I can interest you in Harry Winks. <laughs> if football managers taught me anything this year, that Newcastle are definitely going to buy Ross Barkley for around about 40 million, which I will absolutely love. So, you know, thank you for that. That is a proper January in, signing. In advance, yeah. I can see something like that might happen. You will, I think, you will just spend a lot of money on some kind of previous big name footballer, but who's not kind of ever hit the heights. And, and I mean, there's a lot of talk about getting Dembele from uh, from Barcelona, which is a great idea in principle, except it's not a great idea at all because we, like all he does is he's very good at doing what Sam Axman does basically, which is running around a lot. Yeah, he'll do a lot of chop backs onto his other foot, and then he'll chop back again. <laughs> but that won't really help us. So you will also get injured in inconvenient moments. I mean, don't yeah. sell this short. No, I mean that's it. It's, it's Sounds a, ideal. It, it would be a disaster. We, we might as well just resign Andy Carroll, who will do, <laughs> who will do the injuring bit. Like <laughs> Callum Wilson needs uh, needs new mates on the injury bench, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, Wilson's all like Wilson's a very angry man. He's on four yellow cards and spends most of the matches 
trying to get booked because he's desperate for a sit down. But if he can just <laughs> if he can just get through these two without getting booked, that would be tremendously helpful. Would you take um, Mitrovic back again? Uh, oh, I would absolutely, but um, it depends. Like a lot of people seem to think he's got this, you know, the old Mitro switch where if he gets angry, he will get very angry. Um, Rafa, that's why mm. Rafa didn't like him because he was too much of a risk. But um, I, I think, I mean, his record speaks for itself at, at championship level, which is where we're going to be. So, I mean, why not? Yeah. No, a bit of silverware. Stadies will love it. <laughs> have a great team. Yeah, have a great season next year. 150 <laughs> points and not lose a game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anything for Arsenal? Anyone got anything to say about Arsenal? I think it's been quite a long time since they lost the games. It was the first three games of the season they lost. Um, I think until the Liverpool last week, I didn't think they lost again, had they? I think quietly they're doing okay. I like Martinelli's yeah, goal as well. The kind of a comeback through has been the sort of the best of the rest. They're not going to trouble the top yeah. no. three, four, five, but they're, they're very capable of beating rubbish teams, which we are, so... Well done to them for that. <laughs> yeah, uh, my thought on Arsenal is that you know they're in good mid-table form yes. because that's exactly where they are. <laughs> they're beating teams and it's like, oh yeah, we're on a run. I'm like, yeah, but the fixtures haven't. Ex- I mean, when they got against Liverpool, they got absolutely battered. Yeah, so. it's, it's like men against boys when they play against the the really good teams, but against the terrible teams, they become the men, and that's what it's all about. <laughs> Eddie Howe is complaining about. Either getting or not getting a penalty or something, wasn't he? What was I can't remember. He was moaning at the end of his interview. I'm actually yeah. Okay. Well, the, the one everyone was talking about was um, Wilson went through one, well, kind of one on one. He was like, kind of between two defenders. And he got got like a little nudge in the back from Tavares, which mm. um, I think last season would have been given when they were quite quite uh, keen to give things on VAR, but um, it was waved away pretty quickly this time. The one I thought was more of a pen was on um, uh, Share from the corner. He got through and over. Um, mm. Yeah, for, God. for no reason, really. But that wasn't given either. But jealousy, uh, though, the jealousy of our hands. Well, jealousy of our But we got neither. Um, which, to be honest, the ref gave us very little all day. Like I felt like we had to be pretty much poor action to get even a free kick. Whereas Arsenal got every little pull and every little fifty-fifty goal, which mm. kind of par for the course for us at the minute. But one day our luck will turn, Ross. <laughs> one day it's coming. Not to put too much of a down on it, but no, no team has gone this long without winning a game apart from Derby uh, in the Premier League, and we know how that ended, don't we? Yeah. But anyway, Aston Villa, <laughs> Aston Villa, sorry, you won a game. Um, you got a bit tense at the end when Palace pulled one back in the 95th minute. I thought, oh, Villa are going to do another Villa versus Wolves here, but you, you held on. <laughs> <laughs> Matty Target and John McGinn with the goals. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's been a pretty decent start for Gerard, to be fair. Six, um. I mean, the, the game like last week against Brighton wasn't great, but we looked reasonably solid. And then the game yesterday, from what I've seen of it, the first half especially, were really impressive. It wasn't just a good defensive performance. Going forwards, we caused them quite a few problems. Yeah. McGinn looks revitalised um, back in the midfield. I think he's, had, he's started marvellous for Camber in the last two games. And he's... He's limited in his ability on the ball, but he's not in the team to do anything on the ball. He's just in the team to break up the plans. And he's doing that quite well. And it's, it's allowing McGinn and Ramsey, especially, he's coming on really well to, to get forward. And, and so first half, especially, we, we caused them quite a few problems. Second half, they came back into it a bit more, which you'd expect. You know, Palace have played well so far this season. I think they were beaten at home before yesterday. Yeah. Um, but once we went 2-0 up, 
yeah, I was, I was pretty sure that, that that would be it. There, we weren't going to do another Wolves cock up twice in one season. I like to think. And the, uh, <laughs> I thought McGinn's goal was was brilliant. Not just the finish itself, but the the little builds up between El Ghazi and Brandia, um to sell it up was was absolutely superb. And then, yeah, I was I was, I was in Nottingham yesterday on a on a day and night out. So when when the um, when the Palace goal came in, I, my my wild celebrations in in the pub when we went to the started to look a bit soon. I was like, please, not again, not again. But uh, right, it turned into a very good day, thankfully. Are there still um, seven ladies for every man in Nottingham? Do you know what? <laughs> I was surprised at how many people. I mean, we were out, we were in, we went into the one bar and we walked in, and we were literally the only five guys in there. And yeah, I thought we just... <laughs> we did, yeah. And it was <laughs> it was dreadful. <laughs> it was so the food was horrific. But I mean, we don't need to discuss the Nottingham lifestyle on, on this podcast just yet, I don't think. No, I saw something in Nottingham, I... it's not the, it's not the best place in the world. <laughs> I saw something I've not seen before, uh, which is uh, since the introduction of VAR, which is a referee changes mind from a red to yellow with Douglas Louise. Wow. Yeah, and well, quite right too. Like, yeah. I mean, to, to be fair, so a few of my mates who went to the game said that the ref was horrific for both teams yesterday. I think it was his first Premier League game that he'd done. Oh. And like, I'd, I'd heard that the Louise challenge was like, it was ridiculous why I was given a red. And when I saw it on match of the day earlier, I, I was like, he, he's hardly touched the fella, like so. Fair, fair play. At least he went and, and sorted it ref? out. What was the got... Salisbury? Couldn't yeah. tell you. So, in, in the referee's defence on this decision, right? This here we go. There he is. <laughs> it, it should have only been a yellow, but the player was lucky that he was that shit at tackling that he missed him because the tackle itself was dangerous. He's just that shit at doing his job that he missed him because. <laughs> He was the way he was going. He, it was it should have been a red card, but he, but he missed him because he was so shit at tackling. Um, so when the referee seen it in the instant, I can understand why he's at least given the red originally. Um, it, was, it was Dougie Louise, wasn't it? Yeah, it's absolute awful, just stupid. It was dangerous. He was in no control whatsoever. <laughs> Thankfully, the player got out the way. It seemed. <laughs> There was a few things that ref got wrong as well. There was an yeah. advantage he should have played that he didn't. And he, he, because the guy said it was his first match on match of the day, I was watching him a little bit more and he looked quite nervous. And there's a few things like he, he looked a bit eager to go to his cards or blow his whistle or something like that. Maybe that'll settle down as he gets more experience. Mm. Uh, I rate him off. He's terrible forever now. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you get one chance in this game. I've got to say, it's, it's weird um, seeing Ashley Young with back-to-back assists now. Like it's, it just, it, it does feel like I'm back ten years ago watching Young set goals up for us. Yeah, Ashley Young was assisting, yet Gerard and Vieira are in the dugouts as managers. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what is going on. <laughs> How old does that make you feel, Chris? That those two are the managers now. Uh, not as old as Ian Wright's grandson play. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Chris was 20 when Gerard broke through at Liverpool. Uh, yeah, I was. I was at uni in Liverpool. Villa <laughs> uh, up to 11th now, Sorry, Looking a bit more comfortable than a few weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, so the next, obviously, losing five in a row is not good for anyone. And the next three games you've got coming up, you've got City on Wednesday, we've got Leicester than Liverpool, so... It was massive to stop that rot and to get these two wins. At least you go into those games 
with a bit of momentum and confidence. And I mean, the City Liverpool game, you write them off. You can, you can nick a point, fair enough, but you can go at least now into the Leicester game with a bit of confidence, thinking we can we can go and beat these. You're playing Liverpool. Good God, I can't wait for that week long. Oh, Sky. Jesus Christ. It's going to be horrible. <laughs> it's already started. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Liverpool. Mentioning them. Uh, Chris, Ali, 4-0 win over Southampton. I think um, Hassan Hootel was getting a slightly worried at 4-0, wasn't he? That this could be another nine. <laughs> uh, two for Yotta, one for Alicante, uh, Thiago, and one for Van Dijk. Not bad. I think Jordan Henderson set the tone from his pass to Salah, which led the assist for the first uh, shot of goal. What do you reckon, Ali? Fucking mute him now. Get him <laughs> Fuck. Um, I, I'm glad he's done something. At least he's contributed at some point. Don't be mean to him. He's one of the lowest of uh, the, uh, the BBC ratings, apart from uh, Alisson, who was a keeper in a 4-0 win. So. Yeah. <laughs> Alison actually made more saves than actually shown them. He's actually quite good in the first half. Um, the, the only thing I'll to point in this game, apart from like we are quite good at this football game, but Diego Jota again was awful apart from in the box. It's just it's so weird, like how somebody can play so bad yet look so great. Highly, yeah. yeah. Um, just I, I think last week I compared them to Nzagi. Just outside the box, he's awful. But as soon as that ball's in the box, oh my word. Mm. Another assist for Trent. Chris, best right back in the country, Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> I um, uh, After uh, Chelsea won in midweek, um, I, I was feeling a bit idle with board thumbs and I tweeted out that uh, <laughs> while, Tre- uh, while Trent Alexander-Arnold li- uh, lives and breathes, um, Reese James won't be the best fullback in this country. And my mentions went absolutely nuts <laughs> for about three days. I mean, I'm, I'm on about 1,500 likes and people get very upset. Well, Kyle Walker about, fans, aren't they? Who knew well, that? Kyle Walker ultras came piling in as well, but people were sort of quoting screenshots of stats at me and all this sort of thing. I wasn't least, really prepared for that. At least the Chelsea fans and Reese James have got a case to argue. Anybody can come in and arguing over Kyle Walker. Like, yeah. <laughs> serious. That's like taking somebody comparing like Sergio Ramos to Maldini. You know I mean? <laughs> Kyle Walker if he wasn't fast, wouldn't be a footballer, let alone a defender. Uh, yeah, so yeah, four 0 for Liverpool, second in the league. Um, pressure's on, Ryan. Are you feeling the, the pressure from Liverpool? Uh, I mean, after after the result today, there's a little bit of pressure there. But I mean, I think it's just going to be a really good title race. I think each team can slip up. I mean, we each of us have all have all slipped up at some point already this yeah. season. Um, there's a long way to go. I think if the African Cup of Nations goes ahead. I think that will be a big few mm. weeks in the season um, for Liverpool and for Chelsea in a way because we'll lose Mendy and we'll have the, the incredible oh, no. keeps, penalty stopper Ariza Balaga <laughs> in goal for a few weeks. But yeah, I think it's pressure, but we're still top at the moment. So I think it's just got to keep the momentum really. Right, you did this all our favour. You kept Michael Carrick potentially in a job for longer. <laughs> that's what we want. We want him getting a full time contract. Well, I mean, if you, if you if you believed everyone online, uh, it was actually the the new boss that, who hasn't even been announced yet that picked <laughs> the team. Uh, so yeah, we'll keep we'll keep him in a job for a little bit longer. I think that for Liverpool, that was the seventeenth game in a row where they scored two or more goals. Well, it's not bad, is it? It's all right, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. He scored 39 goals this season already. Yeah, Salah didn't score yesterday. 
Norwich has scored seven and they had a 0-0 draw yesterday. Jesse, you've been quiet. Tell me why Norwich are going to stay up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Give me a three-point plan as to how Norwich can stay in this division. Oh, how they how they could. Yeah. Um, well, they should do everything different than what they have been doing. Um, Change everything. <laughs> they should stop thinking that Pookie is going to save them. <laughs> um, and. It does seem to be pooky or yep. nothing for Norwich. Yeah. I've got, I've got they a point. Stop for... being so surprised and upset when what they've been doing doesn't work. That's three. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you I like it. Ryan, you got a point for how they I think I think basically they just need to play Billy Gilmore every single minute they can. I mean <laughs> he's he's too good for them. Well Smith started him and he was he was their he best wasn't player by a mile, wasn't he? He, so he, he was, was their best player by a mile yesterday and Smith yeah, for, and didn't didn't play for like uh, I think he played like for Norwich one afternoon, then played and then didn't play again for, until he played for Scotland like a month later. Hasn't yeah. he played more minutes for Scotland? Yeah, since he started the window than he has for for Norwich. Yeah, that's why Daniel Farker was sacked. So, yeah. <laughs> how dare he that's, do that to? How dare he do that to Billy? That's the question for both Scotland and Norwich. Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wolves. Anyone got anything to say on Wolves? They're the most bland team in this division. And this division's got Brighton and Burnley in it. I, I I don't understand how they're six. No, what? I don't. I, I, this doesn't make any sense. Like, they never seem to win a game because they're boring. It's the boring. It's this like legend of the boring team that you forget about them, and they just sneak. They sneak up on you, and every year there are two of them. And they finish in like magical six seventh, and you wind up with like, and you forget. Yeah, it's, it's ball, really yeah. smart. I mean, the, the only game I, I remember seeing of them this season was, was unfortunately when, when they beat us a bit apart the other week. But, but they, that's what they do. But they were shit for 80. I, I, I stressed it a lot when we did the podcast yeah. after that game. <laughs> and I'll stress it again. They were fucking yeah, They do it. They do nothing minutes. exciting so you don't over-prepare. Yeah. You know, you can't figure out how you're going to beat them. There's nothing <laughs> particularly like tactical or specific or they're not gig and pressing anything they're not playing you know jose ball they're just fucking boring yeah. sorry they just so you have no idea what to do they just come up on you out of nowhere yeah it is it's all that's what norwich should do homer simpson's a boxer isn't it? it's like they yeah. just stand there taking hit after hit after hit and then when you're tired they will push you down yeah <laughs> wang will score a goal and they'll win one goal and that'll be it <laughs> Yeah, rubbish. Um, talking about rubbish, Brighton played Leeds and it was the one of the worst games of football I've seen in a couple of years. Um, it was dreadful. Brighton were really good, but they can't finish for Toffee. Um, and Leeds were awful. So, yeah, nil-nil. Yeah, it was. I, are, you, are you worried about them going down? But do you think that's a genuine worry? No, no. I'm still not worried. <laughs> Brighton should be, can't finish, yeah. But honestly, no. Like, Watford are going to plummet. Brentford are on their plummet. Norwich and sorry, Dave, Newcastle still got to win a game. But until okay, I can, we, we can't plummet until we've actually risen. So. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to rise first before you can plummet yeah. back down. But I think it's all like, part of the plan, the three point plan. <laughs> I, it's incredible how much difference Patrick Bamford makes the way we play. And I never thought that would be <laughs> that, the case. That is incredible. <laughs> I know, it really is. But the work he does up front. 
<clears throat> Bielsa doesn't like Rodrigo as a striker. So we've been playing Dan James up front for the past four games. He scored against Spurs last week, but we still lost. And like, we don't play the way we normally play without Bamford. It's worrying that he is our focal point. Um, what, what, what's wrong with him? I guess has his like leg fallen off. He's been gone for months. <laughs> it was an ankle injury, and he is due back within the kind of the next month. They said so that's, like, that's like a long Biel- time. I like Bielsa in his press conference just keeps saying, "Well, he's at a different revolution of his recovery," and everyone's yeah. like, "I don't know what that means, but it sounds good." So yeah, <laughs> I know. same with Robin Cock, who's had a troublesome uh, pubis for the oh, whole season. Haven't, haven't we all? Cock's got we? a what? Sorry, Cock's, <laughs> Cock's got a troublesome pubis, is what Bielsa described as. <laughs> <laughs> But we've got... I mean, that headline just writes itself. I know. It? <laughs> it, it, it is easy to fall back on injuries, and we have got a lot of them, but we've got enough money to buy players, and the players we bought aren't good enough. Firpo looks like a fucking competition winner. I don't know how we managed to play for Barcelona at all. Um, Rodrigo, I, I hate the man. Absolutely hate the man. <laughs> Our record signing, and he is just a disgrace. Dan James is quick, but as can't finish or cross. It's literally Rafinha or nothing, basically, at the minute. But I still think we'll be fine. <laughs> Like, I'm not actually young, worried about relegation. This young lad up front, Gearbrandt or something, I can't, big, I can't remember his name. Gohart. Gohart, yes. Oh, right. Joffy that we stole from Wigan. Yeah, he's, like, really good and really fun. But for some reason, Bielsa has some sort of love for Tyler Roberts. And Tyler Roberts is never the answer to any question. Um, but he comes on every game regardless and runs around and does nothing. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, we need him to get injured as well. And then Gohart might actually play some football. <laughs> Because all of our other strikers. Brighton, Neil Mope is a weird, weird player because he's obviously mm. a really good footballer. He's got a good technical skill and all that sort of thing, but he just can't finish, which is yeah. difficult when you're wearing nine on the back of your shirt. But um... <laughs> I understood that sexual reference. And I love Brighton, so say nice things. No, like, Ali, I, I, Ali's I, mentioned I, it for I, weeks <laughs> on, on Sunday show that they should have bought a striker. Like, yeah. like Danny Welbeck is not your answer when you've just had a season where you can't finish and then you're relying on Danny Welbeck again. Mm. No, I'm... But they're just so likeable. They are. I, I think I think they're excellent. I think from from the the number 10 role to the goalkeeper, they're phenomenal. Yes. I, I think their manager's in the top five, top six in the league. But whoever is making scouting or... Whatever transfer, how they've not signed a striker again. Yeah. I think Dave mentioned it a few weeks ago when we were talking about it. Is like, who do they go for? There, there has to be someone, you know, just someone in the championship must be scoring someone. goals. I don't know yeah. there anymore, mm. but someone already, must be doing it. They already it. try that, don't they? They got more pay from the championship. Mm. Dave needs a striker, they're not enough to go around. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> they, um, I, I do have Dwight Gale, Dave, they? they can have Dwight Gale, yes, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and Leaking um, is available. He's not though. Chris Chris has the keys to Origi. <laughs> We're not having Origi. <laughs> That's uh, really enjoyable how they play international bingo every week though, where they bring on one player from the bench from a yeah. random nation in the world and you have to yeah. guess where it is by the flag on Sky. Yeah. It's like, is that Ecuador? <laughs> I don't know where Sariel, yeah. I think it is, came on yesterday who follows, you know, Mwepu, whatever he's called, and yeah. um, Percy Tao, whoever he is. Like, you know, they've got a whole whole array of these random youngsters yeah. who just get thrown on once a week. Um, I enjoy it, but it's a, it's a tough game. Graham Potter was unhappy with the crowd, wasn't he? They booed at the final whistle. I was, I was just going to say that. I, I thought the Brighton fans, a bit of a reality check, lads. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you're sitting gates in the Premier League. <laughs> I think it's because they won their first three games of the season and they were flying high, but they've not won since then. It's ten games now, they've not won since. Um, I get, they have to wait. 
I, I get the, the the complaint almost of the booing. I don't think the booing is so much for like the results and that. It's probably more for what we've just said about like if we could all see the Rangers striker, like why has nothing been done about it? Yeah. Uh, Terry Lamperty was by far and away the best player on the pitch yesterday. He was stunning. He played as a right winger. I've heard uh, he's the best English right back, and uh, Chris, has, Chris has recently tweeted such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> he is an outstanding Brighton fans player. come out in force, Chris. Of course, he's not in the other. He he that Lamptey last week when we played them, he he was very very good. And to be honest, the game turned in our favour when Potter inexplicably took him off. I didn't, <laughs> didn't really get why why he's he did had, that, but uh, he's, he's had this like eighteen month hamstring injury. So the, yeah, they're playing him like five minutes extra every week. I think ah, this this will be fine. Yeah, this, this won't break him. He will get broken again at, at some point. He didn't need to take him off in this game. He had fucking Furpo on toast, but again, all the crosses were to Numope, who can't score a goal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's move on to today's fixtures. Brentford beat Everton. Everton, what this was doing? a good result, isn't it? Are Everton the worst assembled squad that has ever been? I just don't think the money they have spent. I just don't know where the players have gone. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I know, like obviously, Calvert Lewin is injured slash having a mental breakdown with his fashion choices, and with, <laughs> and and Charlison is always was banned today. Yeah. Uh, but then it's like, well, unless I don't know where Sigson is, he's he's a uh, no he. He's in the, <laughs> <laughs> he's in the West, West Blue man on the post legal team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then it's like, who's on the bench? Oh, well, Chenk Torsen's still there, but why bother bringing him on? Yeah, so why is he still there? How uh, is he still there? <laughs> I don't know, but judging by the judging by the reaction of the away end after today's game, I'm not sure Benitez will be there much longer. <laughs> I mean, they didn't like him anyway, and uh, you know, beating Burnley kind of placated them for a week, and now that's long gone. It's back to calling mm. call them nasty names. And what what Everton definitely needs is yet another manager to get bring in a load more random players <laughs> to the most randomly assembled squad in the Premier League. That's that yeah. that would definitely work this time. Well, yeah, because then what you, what you do is you bring all these players in and then you just let them go for free somewhere else. Yeah. How is Rodriguez? You go, oh, we don't want him. That wasn't my choice. Like, get rid of him and then sign three players either on free or on like a million quid. And your squad's oh, golden, you know, a, and then just send Calvert Lewin to either a, fashion shoots or advertisements <laughs> or guy sports studios. Oh, Mike Parry losing his shit on Twitter every time Dominic Calvert Lewin appears oh, on TV. <laughs> That's just absolute TV gold. It's brilliant. Or Twitter I'm sure, gold. I'm sure I saw him doing a boots advert today for shaving. Yeah, he's he's in a shaving Probably. advert at the moment. Yeah, that's yeah. what he was. That's what he was getting mad about. He was mad the other week when Calvert Lewin was a pundit. And he said it's like eight o'clock at night as for an eight o'clock game. And yeah. Mike Parry was saying, Well, why isn't he sort of getting better or in the physical? Why is he training for fuck's sake? Why yeah. has he got his foot up going? Heal. Yeah. <laughs> and, now he, and now he was saying today, why is Dominic Calvert Lewin advertising something rather than um rather than being at the match? And it's like well, he didn't quite get the concept that the things are recorded as adverts and then <laughs> put on TV later. Did anyone what? think that was did anyone They're think live, <laughs> You will, think... you will our manuscript advert done live in a minute. Then you'll be shocked. <laughs> I didn't think that was a penalty. I mean, and he like... kicked the man in the face. But he had his <laughs> head right down, didn't he? he had it his... was. Ah, just matter when he kicked him in the shin. It doesn't like, well, his legs not on the floor. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't kick a man in the head. 
Yeah, but if, if, if a man puts his head all the way down there, then he's going to get kicked, isn't he? Yeah, but, but if, if, that, if that head then makes contact with the ball and your foot doesn't make contact with the ball, but makes pretty forceful contact with his head, I think that's a penalty. Not for me. <laughs> No, it's not a foul for high foot. It's a foul for being kicked in the head. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess it's that way, yeah. But I thought it was for a high foot. So, yeah, okay. If it wasn't, then yeah. fine. I've only just realised Rondon is at Everton. How long has he been there? Has he scored this season? I think, did he sign this summer? Was he one of the people he went, that signed? He was, he was like Rafa's first demand. He was like, look, right, it's, it's Rondon, oh, it's Townsend, it's Greer, right? <laughs> Get them in, then let's talk. <laughs> now, now, where is Gilfie Sigurdsson? Oh, he's away at the moment. He's currently on other business. Yeah, he's unavailable. Yeah, unavailable for selection. <laughs> I'm looking at that team. It's so like it is so random. Yeah. It, yeah. And That's for the money that they spent, I don't understand how it's as average as it is for that. Mm. Like that, it's just mental. It's impeccably bad. Like I mean, they've outspent about 15 teams in the league. Yeah. Like and they're 14. Five year, yeah. They've got a midfielder called Gabaman or something who they spent about 50 minutes on. No one knows who he is. Like, no. <laughs> it, it's phenomenal, though. As I, I must say, as a Liverpool fan, and completely neutral, obviously, <laughs> and you can hear Adam every Thursday just getting more and more depressed about it. It's it's fun. It's fun to listen to. Well, it's, it's the derby this week, isn't it? Wednesday, yeah. yeah oh, it is. Gotcha. Nice midweek derby, nice. Don't pretend to games like that anymore. It's what? Where is it at? It's a Goodison. And with that, oh, if, with that if Liverpool go and win that like three four nil, can you? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm definitely. Is, is it Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's oh, on, uh... bollocks. I'm at Villa for that. I wanted to. I wanted to see the crowd meltdown. I'm at the Villa. <laughs> it's outside. I've got good news for you. It's on Amazon Prime, so you can watch back the whole oh. 90 minutes anytime you want. Happy days. You've been sponsored by Amazon Prime that day. Oh, imagine if that happened. I mean. <laughs> you couldn't say Jeff Bezos' money and the Saudi money, could you, Carl? You'd be a terrible person there. Rafa's, Rafa's <laughs> five to two um, to be fired next. He's the top of the list. And the next manager to go. I, I imagine... Uh, Stavely and fella would have an absolute breakdown when he got sucked now haven't spent yeah. weeks being like come on he's like no. so, yeah I mean to be, to be top of that list with Watford in the league you, you're doing something very badly aren't you <laughs> the else is in there 7-1 to he ain't even getting fired what are you talking about I suppose when you, when you never sign more than a year's contract there's always a chance you'll just not sign him yeah. who's Bruno La- Ladge who's Bruno Ladge is that what who knows Old Ladgy never, never misses again. So. No idea. That's how anonymous walls are. I don't know who the manager is. Um, Leicester won four two against Watford. Uh, Ranieri is probably in danger of losing the job after this. Um, but James Madison played and got two assists, a goal. Jamie Vardy got two goals, and Lookman scored a goal. Oh, God. Um, anyone got anything to say about this? Lots of lovely snow. Oh, really? Did we have a snow game? Yeah. Business it was fabulous. I think yeah. someone described as like at some stage players couldn't turn, run, or see the ball, which wow. was quite similar to Newcastle, really, without, <laughs> without, without the weather conditions. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I did, I did like Madden. how the the winter the winter board in the Premier League is still like primarily yeah. white. It's still it's still it's not exactly like it's not orange, is it? It's not orange. It's not like <laughs> it's going to stick out in the snow. Um, <laughs> Honestly, some very simple market decisions are made so poorly by so many people. Like, 
<laughs> the James like, Madison goal was really weird because the, um, the the cross came in and the defender ducked his head out the way of the ball. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but he literally yeah. moved his head down. It was a really weird goal. He was trying to get kicked in the head, so he got a free kick. You must surely did he get like a shout from the keeper? But I don't. It's just I can't. I'm really struggling to understand what what on earth was going through his mind. Isn't that enough? It wasn't Craig Cuthbert. It was another guy. But he turned. He ducked his head. Turned around and looked really surprised that James Madison was there and not Ben Foster. That's still playing for me. Yeah, oh, but he, was, he wasn't uh, playing today, so that's why he wasn't there. I'll say this is a week. Like Cathcart looks at his phone every day. It's like it must be his turn to go to Udinese. Like the rest <laughs> of the Watford squad have. Like oh, wait for it, can <laughs> It must be coming. Look at Tom Cleverley still plays, isn't it? Look at that. I'm learning so much today. <laughs> Tom Cleverley still a Premier League footballer. Who knew? Remarkable. I think he got he got Maguire sent off last week. Good on him. Uh, yeah, good on him. Yeah. Um, how was how was Brendan's face on the sidelines? Must be fuming. He didn't get this big job he wanted. Nah, he's the same rat he always is. <laughs> <laughs> this looks the same. Um, yeah. He's, he's at Leicester for life now. If Man United are not going to give him the job with it at their lowest, he's, he's never going to get a big job again, unfortunately. So. He still, yeah. still might get it in the summer. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being the interim manager just for Brendan Rodgers to take your role. Well, that's a low point in your career. Uh, let's move on to Manchester City. They beat West Ham 2-1. Goals from Gundogan and Fernandinho with Lanzini scoring in the 94th minute to make it a little bit more respectable for West Ham. Again, a snow game, judging by the BBC's pictures. Yeah, um, they had to extend half-time for five minutes to clear some snow. Nice. Big fan of that. Yeah, definitely. Wow, the pictures look fantastic. There's some great shots, actually. Um, how was how was how was the game? Was it affected by the weather that much? Because West Ham have been going well this season, haven't they? That Lanzini goal was nice. Ah, oh, it's a lovely strike, wasn't that? He's such a nuisance scoring like these these pointless goals. Like, he used to be he used to be such a good player. You know, he plays like ten minutes off the bench every week and scores in most games. And he's like, oh, back on the bench for you, son, and then that's it. <laughs> his goal denied us in his hundredth clean sheet as well, just to. Making him a bit more annoyed. A tattoo Good. on his neck will be sad tonight. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the heavily tattooed goalkeeper. It looks good. It looks good. Um, yeah, there's not really much to say about that, is there? Man City did Man what Man City, City do. Yeah. They're not very excited anymore, are they, Man City? They're just kind of ruthlessly efficient these days. They're, they're, they're an exciting version of Chelsea. Like, no, <laughs> right. Chelsea are just effective. You know they're going to win 1 0, maybe 2 at a push. Like, Whereas City control the game now more than anything. Whereas before it used to be, you, they would, you just, I can't ever imagine Man City going one in three or four now on week to week games now. Mm. It's, it's like they're too lazy for it. <laughs> they have no emphasis at all. Just to enough play. to win. Yeah. <laughs> just, just boring. Just mess. Then the, well, the only excitement that we'll get from City, what we're going to have to wait for, is when they get to the last stages of the Champions League and, and Pep decides to go full on Pep and <laughs> one at the back <laughs> and just go mental with his team selection. Then, then, um, then, they'll, then they'll be fun to watch. What's that? Yeah. What's that? Well, <laughs> why not? No, I think um, Man City and Chelsea are, are doing a really good job of making Liverpool likable because that, that's, yeah. the, that's the biggest problem of it all, really, is that they're so dull it makes everyone want Liverpool to win. Ali's a Liverpool fan and he doesn't even like Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on yeah, to... 
I was just going to say what what Ryan said earlier when we were talking about Liverpool. I, I think the fact that Chelsea and um, City are just sort of ruthlessly efficient, and then Liverpool are playing so well that it is, I think, actually going to be a really exciting title race. Like it's genuinely, I think, a three horse race this season. Yeah, there's three teams there in there, definitely. And Man United, I don't know where near it. Amazing. Uh, they drew one all with Chelsea today, Ryan. Um, Michael Carrick, tactical genius, got them off to a good start before Jorginho penalty levelled it up. And that's how it finished, one all. Was Tuchel, was he happy with that? Absolutely <laughs> dreadful. Um, I think, he said, you know, I think uh, it's one of those things where if, if we would have lost, it would have, it would have been obviously a whole lot worse. Um, you look at the stats and it is a classic football manager result. I think they had two shots. We had 24. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. I'm just looking uh, the, we had 15 corners. They had one. Um, and it, it basically it came from one of our corners. It, it, when you see the goal, it's one of the best, worst first touches you will ever see from Jorginho. He traps it really well, but traps it into the path of Sancho, who just, oh. and Jorginho just looks at him like, nah, fuck it, he's gone. Uh, <laughs> he's too quick for me. I'm just going to keep I'm gonna that, look to be longly back at, the, at Mendy to see if he's going to do something and, and Sancho scores. And uh, yeah, I mean, we controlled the game. I think hudson Adoy had a really early chance to bury it. Rudiger had a chance right at the end where he probably should have scored, but that's Rudiger for you. Um, my garden. Like, that's how bad that is. Like, <laughs> like, like an unchallenged volley from like six yards out and he absolutely... Clear of the goal. That's because Rudiger only does one thing, it's just power. Whether it's running into someone's face or whatever, it's just give it everything. Um yeah, I mean we we were so controlling of the game. Um United came with a plan of let's just do absolutely nothing the whole game. Mm. Um sit back and the, the only two chances they had were off Chelsea corners where we had one man back. Um they just booted it upfield and He's telling me starting the midfield of McTominay, Matic, and Fred wasn't dynamic in attacking. Yeah, it was very. Yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah and there was lots of lo- loads of niggly fouls. And Anthony Taylor did his best Anthony Taylor day. I mean, oh, nice. I'm surprised he gave us the pen. To be fair, um, great from Carrick to start out on the bench. Yeah, well, I mean, this is the, all the rumours were that it wasn't him picking the squad, but uh, I don't. Think oh, really? We're gonna have a fallen out. That'd be great for now. That drops off in a big half. Yeah, he came on and, and didn't really do much. That wouldn't be surprising, really. But nothing. Yeah. Like, his teamwork rating on FM22, you'd be able to tell me. Is it like seven? Not something like that. It probably. I haven't looked. He, he, he scores a lot of goals on Foot Manager, but Man United are outrageously good on Foot Manager. It's really annoying. No, no. Uh, Ryan, call call, them, call them by their real name, please. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Man, Man, you Manchester UFC, UFC. <laughs> UFC. Yeah. Did, did you? <laughs> we also saw that Miles tweeted out the other week, like calm as a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> is that the regular Chelsea starting lineup? Because there's some names in there that I wouldn't expect to be starting. Loftus Cheek, Chalaba. Uh I mean, Chalaba's played a fair bit this season. He's been pretty good, to be fair. Yeah. Um Kante's Lukaku. injured. Lukaku's still injured. Oh, right, okay. Um Werner hadn't played until Juventus for about two months. We've had we've had we have had a few injuries, and obviously Chilwell's now up for Potentially the whole season, which is oh, shit because yeah. it means you have to play Alonso. Or Espelicueta, um, he'll play. It actually says Caesar the rat out of out of uh, favour now. Or is, is <laughs> the rat's definitely out of favour now. He hasn't he, he hasn't started a game for a while. Reese James has um, bodied him out of position, and then he came on the other night to play left back, which I don't so think I, he can. Handle. I saw I saw him link with going to Barcelona in January, and I'm I bought his plane ticket, so hopefully. <laughs> 
Are you telling me you don't want to keep seeing him in the Premier League, being you know going up to referees, demanding stuff? I just honestly, I hear his little ratty face, <laughs> and, if, and if he can leave, I'll be very pleased to be one, one less rat. Why don't you like him? Because he's a shit. Like, honestly, just he, he is shithousery. Like, he is one of the most annoying yeah. players in the world. For every time there's a decision made, he's there in the ref's face. Like, how are you there? You play right yeah. back. It's happening on, on the left wing. That's the he, thing. He's not actually that quick of a player. No, he just, he just <laughs> morphs himself into, into every situation. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it could be a penalty shout. You know, really, a really bland penalty shout. He's there right away. Oh. Like, Why is it not a pen? Why is it not a pen? But in it's the a that's, that's what a good captain does. Oh, Gary Neville for a new generation. Yeah. Oh, I, I hate him. I hope, he's very, I hope he's very happy in the Spanish capital. <laughs> that is how all did, the games. Um, how did Manchester United's defence look? Because they're obviously they're missing Varane, Maguire and uh, Shaw, weren't they? I mean, yeah, well, I, think three defensive I think it did them a favour, to be fair. Maguire not playing. Because <laughs> we, we probably would have... We, we should have scored like five anyway, but... We would have definitely scored if Maguire had played because he's absolutely dreadful. Um, I mean, Lindelof apparently did all right. I'd say it, I didn't really see him much because it was just it was effectively a back ten majority of the game. Um, meh. McTominay did his usual sort of closing foul things, and Fred Fred was Fred flew threw himself over a few times. Anthony Taylor was like, "Oh, he's gone down, freak it, freak it on that one." Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, they looked okay defensively, but I mean, when you've got 10 men behind the ball, it's a bit easier, to be fair. Is it nice to be the more, like, um, favourite team for a change? Like, playing against this bunch of rats, like, Chelsea are quite nice compared to this lot. Uh, yeah, I think, <laughs> again, I think once Aspel Equator leaves, I think a lot of people might actually start <laughs> not minding Chelsea too much because, uh, you know, we've got a lot of English players in there and, you know, it's a good feeling sometimes. But uh, Aspel Equator then comes on and then does something stupid or... <laughs> Yeah. I think the most people's problem with Chelsea isn't really the players, though, it's the fans. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I mean, terrified of Tuchel. Tuchel Ryan definitely got bodies under that patio. Yeah. Like, oh, I, yeah. I mean, sorry. Yeah. 99% of Chelsea fans are terrible. Yeah. Um, I've always actually <laughs> quite enjoyed like watching Chelsea or like, even like even like the, the Drogba days. Like, it was shithousing mm-hmm. at its best. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I quite enjoyed it. I, yeah. Players like him and Alonso um, can, can get in the bin, but. I think I think we're still quite. I think we are still like one of the best at shit houseery. To be fair, when we need when we need a few minutes to buy at the end of yeah, the game, well, that's, that's I part think of we're one of the best. Quite yeah, right. <laughs> Bring to the bow. That is all of the games rounded up for this weekend. Let's have a quick look at the week midweek fixtures. Chris, you got some stuff to review. Uh, Newcastle play Norwich. Dave, feeling confident? You're gonna win, aren't you? Well, I, I'm actually going for the first time in well oh, yeah. since, since the pandemic. Yeah, so You're taking uh, the boy. No, 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 no. He'll make his own choices later in life. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to being back on the ground. If we can't beat Norwich at home, we, we, we can't beat anybody. We might as well get relegated. Yeah, so. that is a good point. We're playing Palace the same night at 8.15. 8.15 on a Tuesday night. That's what a, is this? That's a crappy kickoff time. Oh, Are we in the Championship a, again all of a sudden? What's going well, on? Well, it's on Amazon Prime, as, as I mentioned earlier. Oh, true. <laughs> they, they have to... Um, uh, stagger the kickoffs to maximise viewings, which of course will happen after this podcast. So. And then Wednesday <laughs> night, we've got a full round of fixtures uh, Saints versus Leicester, Watford, Chelsea, Ryan. You'll win that one, won't you? I'd like to hope so, yeah. And yeah, we're going to come back and haunt you. Yeah. Um, West Ham, Brighton, Wolves versus Burnley, Villa City. Sorry, ready for that? 8 15 yeah. on Wednesday? I mean, this. Uh... Yeah, prepare, I, I, I... Pre- prepare your earnest. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I, I think the, the, the thing with that is it's very, I think it's quite convenient how Jack Greenish has been injured for the last couple of games. And yeah. I wonder if that will, I wonder if that will carry on to Wednesday. Sorry, because I think, I think, unfortunately, if he, if he does play and he comes back, I think he'll get a hostile reception, which yeah, I, 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 I think he will. And a lot of Villa fans weren't understood why he left to go to City, obviously from Villa, but I think they were, yeah. I mean, they were a bit annoyed with. He the year before last season when he signed the new deal, he was very much you know I believe I've spoken to the owners and I believe in the project, my club, oh, my right. city. And I, I think they I think some fans feel a bit annoyed by him. If he plays, I'll give him a good reception. But I think he'll I think he'll be be a bit of an aggressive one for him, which you're, may you're help us. Are you tell yeah. Aston Villa fans don't like it when a player signs a new contract uh, <laughs> and then moves to City. But like really quickly afterwards. I know it's it's, it's, it's almost like we've been here. Before, oh, it's weird it? that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is there any yeah. chance he's going to get um, attacked by the Villa fans? Get what? Attacked. Have I got to explain this? Oh, Chris. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's been seeing Emily attack on the side, hasn't he? And he's oh, the front Jesus. Of the <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Place no, that's, that's a good place to call it, I think. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, Everton play at the uh, Liverpool um, Wednesday, eight fifteen again. Another uh, is it a derby? Do you really care? Like oh, Liverpool no. fans, yeah. you're batter them, aren't you? They're so shit. Yeah. No, they'll be up for this. Will they? Yeah, of course I, they will. It's like then. I don't think one game of the season. I don't think any of uh, any of those players oh, actually yeah. even care about it. I think, I think even if they're up for it, I don't think I'll matter. Not going to I mean, are you really that worried if Anthony Gordon gets out of bed on Wednesday morning? Goes well, I'm up for this. Like, <laughs> does, does, does it matter? Yeah. I don't know. This like little then. kid rolls up and like tries to like punch your knees and you just push him away. Like, <laughs> you just like you're not bothering me. Your old daughter. No, you know, yeah. <laughs> if this is less than female, I'd be surprised. Ali, bloody hell. Andros Townsend is going to wake up and he's going to say, you know what, I, I really feel like cutting inside today and shooting on my left foot. <laughs> and I mean, are you worried about that, really? Like, uh, they'll they'll never see that one coming, will they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of am. Because Paul Salah against Seamus Coleman in 2021. Oh, my God. Sweating buckets here. <laughs> While it's a derby, I think uh, it's definitely something to worry about. I don't know why you're interested, Ali. You don't even like Liverpool. I think derby feel me more. Than, than Everton <laughs> the actual derby <laughs> I actually like Liverpool I just hate Henderson and Origi so you can keep all your rejects and take them over to your Chester side or something you don't even like your manager I love my manager I just think he's a prick when he's talking to uh, interviewers <laughs> we, 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 we can all agree with that yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Thursday night Premier League football on Thursday. Spurs versus Brentford. I mean, who cares, really? And Man United playing Arsenal. It used <laughs> yeah. to be a big game. Again, not really for that big anymore, is it? Well, it's mid, mid-table football, isn't it? It's... Do you ever, do you ever <laughs> wonder about, you know, in uh, the famous clip when Arsenal beat Man U in 98, and they went that yeah. curly-haired man in the crowd who was going ballistic. <laughs> do you ever wonder what he thinks when these fixtures come around? He goes, oh, it's my, it's my game. It's the game I want. <laughs> they repeat these. Yeah, those, those, those kids get famous. That Leeds lad who was crying, like, I think they gave. I think they gave him a free ticket for the first game in the Premier League last season. <laughs> there was a there was a Man City fan who um, was crying when they lost to Swansea. When you know when they actually ended up winning the league, um, yeah. And they showed him crying. Uh, Steph went to uni with him, and right. he, he he has two kids, and their middle names are something like De Bruyne and Balotelli. So oh, what's a knob? That's a fact. He's a knob. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Who hopefully yeah. doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I stand by it. You're still a knob. 
Uh, just before we finish, let's do a little bit of transfer gossip because it's always fun to do some transfer gossip. Uh, Man United are expected to <laughs> try and sign Erling Haaland this summer. Oh. It's in the winds. Nothing comes to mind. Did you see Harlan this week celebrating his goal? Yes. Pointing at that lady and she gives him the finger. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. That was brilliant. Think football recreated it and um, he saw it and he quite liked it. Nice. <laughs> um, do we believe that West Ham are trying to sign James Tarkowski? Oh, uh, try and sign got, him in January. That sounds more, like a pretty West Ham sign. got Moyes written all over it though. No, yeah. that's got how written all over it. Everyone keeps saying Tarkowski's off to Newcastle, don't they? Well, I mean, we'll offer more money, but uh, we will. Well, he's out of contract in the summer and hasn't signed a new deal. I mean, let's be honest. If you're West Ham, you get Tarkovsky for basically nothing and you probably offer Craig Dawson just for the crack. And yeah. then <laughs> it's win-win. Uh, City forward, Ferran Torres has submitted a transfer request, apparently. As Barcelona are interested, can they afford him, Chris? Surely not. I don't think they can afford him. There's big teams. One thing that doesn't seem to change is um, the sort of rumours this because they were linking Mo Salah with Barcelona a couple of weeks ago. How how good is the, the Aguero insurance payout? If that's, a, if that's <laughs> even a thing. Fiorentina <laughs> uh, have put a £55 million price tag on Serbian striker Dusan Vlahovic. That definitely not how you say his name. That's nowhere near enough. There's no. so many, so many clubs in, after him. It's a drop in the ocean to some of us though, Chris. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> He believes uh, in freedom of speech. He won't be coming to you guys. He'll do what he's told. And like... <laughs> <laughs> is, if he doesn't, is he going to get sort of dragged off the pitch at half time and sort of <laughs> never be seen again? Him no, and, his, uh, his family will suddenly disappear. <laughs> I, I did see someone refer to Eddie Howe as Eddie Howe, which was actually. <laughs> 55 million for Vlahovic. He's, um, <laughs> he'll be going for at least the ball, I think. There's so many clubs after him. When Howe eventually gets sacked, if that is not the local paper headline, Dave, yeah. someone's <laughs> desertion of duty, that is. Well, it depends, depends how relations are at that point, I guess. Here we go. Who was that, this... who was that guy that the first um, press conference with um, uh, Joe Kinnear called a cunt? Simon Bird. Yeah. I mean, is he yeah. still been, is he been seen lately or has he disappeared? Oh, he's, he's still around. He's probably yeah. torn, the, torn the line at the minute. <laughs> 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 Uh, this is exactly what I was talking about earlier. Barcelona playmaker Felipe Coutinho could be on a move to Newcastle in the January transfer window. Who, sorry? Coutinho. Oh, Coutinho. I mean, why not? Number 10. Number 10. We can't really run around much anymore. No, but hey. he'll, he'll play in the hall and he'll have a great time doing it. Based on what you said earlier, though, it sounds like a lot of these rumours about Newcastle aren't the positions they need to fix. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I mean unless, unless he fancies coming. I mean, it's just not going to become a deep lie in midfield. <laughs> no, I think, I think you know, that'll make us lose like 4-2 instead of 3-0. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, we'll have it's more exciting, at least. And finally then, um, Stephen Gerrard sorry, is looking to add Liverpool defender Joe Gomez in the summer. Yeah, I, I saw that. and Wasn't it like a loan move that they thought he was going to do yeah. in January? And that, that just screamed to me of a lazy journalist going, oh, Gerard's played for Liverpool. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they go, oh, he's obviously going to be able to get a favour. And then he's obviously going to you know, yeah. speak yeah. to the owners. Be like, you know me, I'm Stephen Gerrard. I, I, I played for you before. Give me a player. Yeah. I'll, I'll be... I think there'll be a lot of players like Gomez who want to move in January because of the World Cup's coming up and mm. he's currently not getting a kick. Um, let's be honest, like if you get 
20 games under your belt, you can probably displace John Stones. Like, it's yeah. it's, it's coming, isn't it? Like, he well, doesn't play that well, much. Well, it's a good shout for Newcastle under how if he wants to play the, you know, the football and option. Oh, I mean, he's, 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 he's a good defender if he can keep himself fit. I'd go as far as to say he's better than all our current defenders combined. Uh, so. Yeah, I'd go that far. <laughs> Quite comfortably. I'd go so far as saying that only Esri Conza's better than Villa as well. <laughs> Very much you love him. Um, that's it then. That is it for the 1,000th episode of Man of the Post. Thank you if you've listened from the first one to the la- this one. I mean, you definitely haven't. I almost got the last one now. <laughs> this is a surprise for you. We're done. Never done any more of these podcasts ever again. Um, <laughs> But yes, thank you if you've listened at least to any of these podcasts over the last 1,000 episodes. It's been um, a lot of fun doing it. It's it, I don't really do much anymore, but I love to be involved and you guys all do a fantastic job. I mean, you Ryan doesn't do much, but the rest of you guys do a fantastic <laughs> job <laughs> with the, the weekend show and the extra time show. It's it's I listen to every episode and they're always great. I love the feedback we get on Twitter. If you followed us, thank you very much. If you've left us a re- review or anything over the years, if you've donated to our um, uh, the little giving thing you can do for ACAST, thank you very much. Um, thank you to anyone who's ever been a host on the podcast. I would go through them, but in the early days of extra time, Chris used to get people on randomly every week. And some of them are now blue ticks, Chris, who work for yeah. newspapers and stuff, aren't they? I'd like to think that we were the platform that, you know, they left behind. I mean, we. I think we can take credit for TIFO, can't we? And Alex, I reckon like, so. I yeah. Mean, it, it was he before? No one. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, Alex. Who's on the show? Who's the policeman? Who <laughs> was? And then Mark's off interviewing Brian McClare, who looks like the the, the slightly skinnier version of the, the bloke from the the uh, Harry Bikers these days. Yeah. Laura <laughs> works for the Laura works for the Sheffield Star as well. Yep. And um, Colin, Colin's out there in the wild. Be careful, everyone. Um. <laughs> But yes, thank you to everyone. Uh, you'll hear a few clips from people that have been on the show in the, uh, in the past kind of 10 years or so um, at the end of this. So thank you to them for sending them in. Where can people find you on Twitter, gentlemen? Chris, is that with you? At CFGM77. Ali, what about you? Uh, Ali Thompson, 84, I think. <laughs> he thinks. I don't plug uh, my own stuff. I no, you never do, actually. Yeah. You do all the plugs. Uh, Simon, where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter, at Regan. And your other Villa podcast? Uh, yeah, so for any Villa fans, the Holtcast podcast. You already know who Zai is. Big time. Uh, Ryan, where can they find you? Twitter, at the Ryan Goodman. There you go, nice and simple. Dave, what have you got going on? Where can they find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter, at CM9798, uh, and you can enjoy the Champman 98 advent calendar from this Wednesday. Yeah. A lot of work has gone in behind the scenes. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, it's going to be good fun. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Ross Bell underscore underscore it's changed for the first time in 10 years just to confuse people um, and yeah you can find us all at Man of the Post thank you to Apollo Junction for giving us our new theme tune it's only taken 10 years but we've finally got some rights free music to use as the podcast intro and outro uh, you'll hear the full track at the end of this show with the, uh, the little bit at the start of it uh, thank you to Manscaped for sponsoring us I think that's still going on I don't actually know boys, to be honest they might still be sponsoring us um, but if you want to check out uh, the, head over to manscaped.com forward slash man of the post and uh, put in the, the code MOTP to get 20% off at the checkout I think that's it anything else any other business gents thanks, thanks to, to you Ross yeah. you've been yeah, giving thank us you all to the Ross. Yeah, yeah thank you yeah you, you, <laughs> you made me blush beautiful bald man <laughs> thanks for the opportunity Lord Sugar <laughs> you're, I mean you were the first listener that ever contacted us properly and uh, we got chatting to you and yeah you're a 
We gave you your own show. It's gone all right, hasn't it? Not been too bad. Award winners. Award winners, yeah. All those many, many years ago. There it is. Look, still got it right on my desk, ready. It's there. <laughs> Colin may have been there to claim it, but I fucking got it. He's never touched it again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes, thank you to all of you guys. It's fantastic. I love listening to all the shows every week. You do a great job. And thank you to the listeners. Until next week, we'll be back with the regular shows. Until then, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Chris. Right. Goodbye from Dave. Goodbye from Zeiss. See ya. Goodbye from Ali. See ya. Goodbye from Ryan. See you later. And goodbye from Jesse. Chris, to Jesse's voice. See you later, boys. <laughs> Simon, what happened? That? <laughs> <laughs> and it was goodbye from me. And always remember, keep your man on the post. Does this thing still work? Oof, a lot of dust on this. Um, hi there, guys. This is uh, Chris, who used to be on the weekend show. Um, I just wanted to say a massive uh, congratulations to all the guys at uh, Man on the Post uh, for their thousandth episode this weekend. Um, yeah, I'm not not on the show at the moment. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to get back into podcasting at some point soon. Um, but yeah, I, I really miss you know speaking with Ali, Dave, and that lot. But the show's been great. You know, all the guys, you know, the extra time guys, the weekend guys, Dave, Sai coming on board uh, has, has been really, really good and stuff like that. And uh, I've made some really great friends uh, as part of the uh, Man on the Post community. So yeah, once again, guys, congratulations on a thousand shows. It's an incredible achievement. You should all be very proud of yourself and the excellent work that you put out there. And um, hopefully, I'll get to see you all soon. Take care, guys, and here's to a thousand more. Hello, this is Mark. I used to appear regularly on Man on the Post Extra Time. I'm using my one legally permitted phone call to say that I wouldn't be the man I am today without Man on the Post. Congratulations on reaching your 1,000th episode. Okay, back to my cell. Hey Chris and everyone on the Man on the Post team, it's Alex from TIFO. Many congratulations on your 1000th episode, uh, an amazing achievement. I have fond memories of appearing as a guest from time to time uh, and I wish you every success in the future. It's brilliant. Uh, you'll last longer than Steve Bruce did. Hi to everyone at Man on the Post, it's Laura Lawrence. Well, Laura Jones as I was when I first appeared on the podcast. Uh, congratulations on your thousandth episode. It was so great to be involved with the podcast in the early days and I'm so grateful for you giving myself and other fantastic female football fans voice on your show. Here's to another thousand episodes. Much love to you all. Hi, Colin here. Congratulations to Man the Post for a thousand podcasts. That really is quite something. During my time at Man the Post, I really enjoyed my time and working with all the people on the Man the Post team. However, the most important thing was the people who did the hard work and downloaded, listened, voted for us in competitions and engaged with us. And I will always be grateful for that. Um, you guys are the important ones. So, yeah, I just want to say thank you to all of you guys for that. And, uh, yeah, heck. Hopefully, if there's a thousand podcasts, we've been doing something right at Man on the Post. So, 
All being well, long may it prosper. Okay, Colin, signing out. Okay, see you later, bye. Hi everyone, Greg Kitchen here, one of the original Man on the Post hosts and the individual who coined the now famous outro completely on a whim during that first episode. Although I'm not involved as much these days, I couldn't let the 1000th episode pass without comment. Although this might be episode 1000, every podcast starts with episode 1. So I've decided to see how the footballing landscape has changed since that first episode. Back then, Bolton, Blackburn and Sunderland were all solid Premier League sides. Manchester City had never been Premier League champions. And Everton were on course to finish ahead of Liverpool, a feat they they also did the next season as well. A scene almost unrecognisable from what we see today. That being said, on the same week as the first recording, Portsmouth were relegated from the Championship. So I suppose some things were set in stone. A big thank you needs to go out to all the regular contributors to Man on the Post for helping us reach 1,000 episodes. But also a massive thank you needs to go to Ross, who really is the Sir Alex Ferguson of the pod, a reference I'm sure he will appreciate. So well done to all involved in reaching 1,000 episodes. Thank you to anyone who has listened, and here's to 1,000 more.